I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ooh. This is where the fun begins, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. The World Cup qualifiers are back, and we've got AFCON quarterfinals this weekend. It's Friday, 28th of January. I'm Marcus Feller. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm solicitor Tawny Henman. <laughs> Hi, everybody. That was, of course, a great gag from uh, Pete Donaldson. Thanks, mate. Roy and myself didn't find it in the running order. Uh-huh. Yeah, something just funny to replace my name with Tony Henman, Tim Henman's dad. Why is everyone obsessed with Tim Henman's dad I'll, now of all times? I'll tell you why, and I'll tell our <laughs> listeners why. Right. Um, for those assembled in the UK mm-hmm. and around the world. Yes. Um, Marcus didn't... It was amazing because <laughs> last week... Bring me into this. Last week... I said to Marcus, mm. Marcus, do you know that Tim Henman's dad really looks like George W. Bush? In certain yes. photos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, don't undermine it. <laughs> and I showed him and he cracked up and he loved it. And then we yeah. found that it was called Tony Henman, which made us laugh even more for some reason. Yeah. And then it just kind of stayed in the uh, Uber for a bit. Right, so okay. if, you, if you listen to this and you're on your you know, way into work or wearing mm-hmm. from work and you've got your phone in front of you, just type in Tim Henman's dad into Google Images. Yeah. And you'll enjoy, enjoy it. what you're yeah, saying. Absolutely. You enjoy what you're Because he's frequently shot in, like, sitting down uh, at Wimbledon. It kind of looks like it's a presidential address or something. Yeah. He with, really, with really Bush. looks like an mm. English aristocratic George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah. If you, and if you're listening to the Football Ramble for the first time, yeah. welcome. Yeah. Mm. You're very, very welcome. And what Marcus is doing is 
the opposite to what he was doing this time last week, where he was on the floor in tears. Yeah. How funny it trying was. Trying to be professional. And now he's trying to bring it back. I'm yeah. trying to bring it back, baby. Well, you're not mm. going to do it on mine and Pete's watch. No. Oh, man. What yeah. glorious watches, though. Because at the moment, people are listening to this going, how are they going to feel 45 minutes here? Because <laughs> yeah. There's no Prem this week. No there's no Barclays. I couldn't believe it. I thought, slackers. Absolute slackers. Oh, we've got too many games to play. Play one now, then. Exactly, <laughs> Get yeah. one other way now. I Come on. I, I honestly, hand on heart, don't think that there's enough football played. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few days where nothing happens. What but, they could yeah. do in the Premier League is they could mm. all agree for, say, so you know, like you get double game weeks. Oh, yeah. So there'll be games game next week. week. Yeah. yeah but what, what they could do is everyone mm. could agree mm. and promise and shake hands yep. to not try as hard mm. to not play mm. with as much intensity yeah. so they say well, you can all play against each other say Newcastle against Burnley but yeah. Yeah. I know you're both fighting against relegation it's important mm. but you've got a promise to only try 70% yeah. Well, yeah. We, we want to keep the integrity of the competition to play <laughs> this game so only try 70% and Newcastle will say business as usual <laughs> Well, Newcastle are playing, <laughs> playing a friendly against Al Itahad today. Oh, so they have got... Untelevised, they've like got, the Premier League. Yeah. Because they got so angry. Is that, is that a Saudi club? Uh, that's in Jeddah, yes, I think. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's funny oh, how leader, separate they are. There's leaders out there. Is that a, they've not gone to Dubai, have they? No, but it's Let's funny, be honest. The reason I was asking is because it's funny how separate they've been proven to be from the Saudi regime. Mm, yeah, yeah, here yeah. we are. Well, yeah. here we are. Well, the good news well, at, is... Are you looking at me on Newcastle United there? You're involved. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. You had your chance to save them. Um... The good news is, though, ladies and gentlemen, that mm. some Premier League players have taken matters into their own hands, of course, because mm. there's no Premier League action, and they've gone and played for their countries. Mm. And we're going to start with Alison Becker. Oh, yeah. Who, who seems... is very, he's a lot more South American when he's playing for his national team. <laughs> I like it. It's proper, he's like... It just goes native again. Gangbusters, kicking, punching. Yeah, yeah. The, whole, the whole works. I mean, Brazil drew the one all... double dragon. Yeah, indeed. The, the, Brazil, uh, the Brazil drew with the Ecuador. <laughs> uh, the Gambia weren't involved. Yeah, you've been told the... off so many times about the Gambia. <laughs> more, more on the Gambia later. Yeah. Probably. Oh, I should say so. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, Brazil drew away in Ecuador, won all in quite an eventful South American World Cup qualifier. Brazil are already through. They're there. Mm. They are there. They, interestingly, they extended their unbeaten run in World Cup qualifiers to 31 matches with all um, uh, of those games uh, with, uh, not, not losing a game. Hence, yes. it's an unbeaten run. <laughs> Thanks, um, they matched their own South American record, which they set from 1954 to 1993. And I thought, yeah. that's, 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 that's a, a long, long time. That's it? worthy of the stat, I think. And you thought, finally, they might just about be living up to their potential <laughs> <laughs> on the world stage. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, they got, yeah they've, they've won 11 out of their 14 qualifiers. Yeah, up to 93. And of course, they won it in 94. They did. Mm. Who know? could forget that? Who? Uh, certainly not me and, yeah. and Dunga. Bobby Baggio. Yeah. Bobby Baggio. Yeah. He would like to forget, like to forget it, wouldn't he? Well, yeah. my goodness. But yeah, but the game uh, will really be remembered for the red cards and the overturned red cards mm. Ecuador had a man sent off uh, their goalkeeper Alexander Dominguez he was sent off in the 15 minute 15 minute for a karate kick on a Brazilian forward Cunha great stuff um, I mean that was a red card I think we can all agree <laughs> on with, with that you can't do that 15th minute yeah yeah Early doors and then... And uh, the thing I don't like about that is he should have had enough time to settle down there. First minute, he's yeah. pumped up. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's regrettable. It's the old um, Kevin Nolan in the West Ham Millwall game that time. You know, <laughs> play the game, not the occasion. Yeah. By the 15th minute, you should be settled in. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For well, a karate kick. Had he had a touch? Presumably he would have had a touch <clears> by that point. Yeah, know, yeah, or maybe he hadn't. Maybe he was quite <laughs> eager to get one. Um, but uh, Emerson Royal, the uh, Spurs uh, player, of course, he did the honourable thing, thinking, no, that, that, has that ruined the spectacle for the fans? Even up. So yeah, yeah, five minutes later, second <laughs> second yellow, 
Tw- yeah. Within 20 minutes, two <laughs> yellows. Uh, again, yeah. uh, so he kicked a guy on the ball, so it was all going off. Uh, <laughs> I, saw that. I saw that. He kicked the guy on the ball. We're balls. already qualified. What is this? <laughs> he kicked the guy on the, on, in the balls while on a yellow card. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How's your balls control? Uh, so, yes. But then Alison thought... Okay, lads, you've gone. You've got to be a bit more crafty. Look, Alison thought, "What's going on off the pitch?" I mean, yeah. it's like I want to be part of it. People are desperate to go. What's going on in the stand? Yeah, actually, I'm going to get me some guinea pig. I'm getting yeah. off the pitch here. You Alison's know. pulled pulled his phone out of his shorts. Quick look at Instagram Live. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> yes. I've got a cake. Someone's brought a keg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Well, he was he was sent off twice, but VAR overturned both. Yeah. Incredibly. And I think he said to the VAR official, I don't think you understand what I'm trying to do here. <laughs> Third time lucky. <laughs> yeah. But what do you think, Peter? The first one, he cleanly clears the ball away. First one, I don't necessarily think he needs to extend the lower part of his leg quite so high. Well, he, he's he, already kicked the ball. He kicks the ball away and the, and the on-running striker thinks, all right, mm. that's the end of that. And then his foot comes crashing down on yeah, him. Yeah, like a which guillotine. Is, which is quite a move. I, I it's quite a move. Can, spectacular. Fun oh, to see. Uh, spectacularly good. Mm. Can I put something out there? Yes. And I'd love our listeners to get involved with this. Yep. I think... If you take into account um, Alisson's height, he's a very mm. tall man. Very tall. Uh, he is, I think, 6'3". Mm-hmm. If I think that's the highest a foot has gone in football history. <laughs> I, I think if you can find video evidence of a higher foot than that in mm. the whole of football history... I'd bloody love to see it. I'm just trying to think of uh, the battle of, was it Santiago, Chile in Italy, 62? Crouchy's done some over. There's one there. kicks and so, stuff, so, hasn't he? And I, and I'd like to, well, what I would like to do is actually say... I'm not counting anyone who does a somersault celebration. No. Okay. It's got to be in the game in itself. The fit, in the, right. yeah. Make your representations for football, foots being higher than that during mm. play. There, there was a fly kick in that, that famous uh, Italy-Chile game in 62. Yeah, but it wasn't that high. His, his foot is about... Well, the average height was a bit smaller, but it's not like no, they but, were... But Alisson's foot, I think, is a good... 18 inches above the guy's head at one point. <laughs> oh, and mean. it comes down almost like an axe kick. Yeah, it does. It's, there's no need for him to do it. I think, I think a yellow was fair. It yep. was originally a red and it mm. returned to a yellow. Mm. I think that was fair. The second one, he basically punches a man in the head <laughs> and the excuse that the ball is in the same area doesn't count. That kick, and I, this is the second time in, in this season I've, I've mentioned Chung Lee. I don't know which direction yeah. football's going in, but I like it. <laughs> right. But it was Chung Lee-esque, that, 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 that kick. <laughs> and the punch was um, maybe... What, uh, what movie are you talking about? What Chun-Li movie are you talking about? She was, she very, was very much... Spinning bird kick was quite low. Uh-huh. Upside sort of, down, like, the famously. Kick things. Yeah. She did a lot of moves, low, she had a lot of moves though. She yeah. had a lot of moves. Okay, well, yeah. the second one was a bit more... Was it Balrog? Was he the boxer? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can punch people in the head even if the ball's in the same area. Well, he got the ball first. Mm. But it's basically the same move. It's like, I've worked this out. I can get the ball first, yeah, cleanly, and then there's my space, and then, yeah, and then I've, I've yeah. got about three seconds to do what the hell I want. <laughs> the thing I can for the automatic lock-in <laughs> before the VAR. Get the crystal. Maybe VAR. The crystal's inside his get head. The crystal was in the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's in the changing room. VAR got a blind spot. Yeah. If you do something and then immediately, like you've you've got that sort but of. It it's ha- only for certain frames, perhaps. Yeah. The reason it happened is because if you watch the replay, Alison hesitates a couple of times before he decides what he wants to do, and then he thinks it's all right. I can use my hands yeah. and I'm going to ball them into fists yeah. and you shouldn't be able to do that is what I'm saying you could sort of just sort of waft it away couldn't you just go oh get off there was one yeah, There was exactly <laughs> there was one I think it was early this season might have been last season and I think it was Hugo Lloris yeah. and he punched someone clean in the head <laughs> and there was a debate on Twitter about well you know well you know he's got to go for the ball it's like meh but that is the equivalent <laughs> isn't it if a player gets the ball and then studs onto a, an opponent's ankle or something yeah so, you so, if you you your, so if you put your play you should be it should be same decision. principle the yeah. thing with the foot coming down I'm a bit like mm, okay. I just don't think you need to but follow the, through quite so much he knew what he's doing look 
he, he was well within his rights to not get sent off for that, but I no. think he also knew what he was doing with the first one. He's well, like, I'm probably yeah. going to hurt someone here. Good. They, they, he got away with it. I think you should mm. have the option as a keeper. I think the referee should come around before the game and say, are you going to be intending to catch the ball or punch the ball today? And you have to choose. <laughs> yeah. And if you say punch, you get given massive boxing gloves. <laughs> and you have to wear them all game. Yeah. It's to protect people. Yeah. If, you, if you promise you're going to catch it, uh-huh. yeah. you, you can wear normal gloves. Right, okay. Yeah. There we are. But uh, if, if, if Ecuador can clinch that third automatic qualifying spot, then the last place looks like it'd be between Uruguay, who are on 19, Colombia um, and Peru are both on 17 with the game in hand on Uruguay, and then Chile with 16 who don't have a game in hand. So it's funny, actually, with South American qualifying because you think to yourself, you know, what is it? Um, was it 12 teams who were, <clears throat> excuse me, in the qualifying and they get sort of 4.5 places? It's 10. It's 10 teams. T- sorry, 10 teams. Yeah, 4.5 places uh, is, is how it's uh, said. And you think, oh, it'd be nice to see Ecuador, but then you look at the, the, the teams that could miss out. You know, we enjoyed Peru in Russia, of course, with their yeah. fan base. Ch- so. Chile are in the mix, though. They are, but I mean, yeah, they lost to Argentina 2-1 with uh, Blackburn's... Uh, uh, Barrett and Diaz. It's a great scoring. finish as well. That ball was in the air for a long time. It, it, it was a lovely goal. But yeah. this, Argentina, it was a good win for them away in Chile because apparently in the hotel they were staying in before the game, um, their water kept being cut off and uh, <laughs> there was a, there was a siren which was turned on every half an hour in the in the hotel. Fun of that coincidence, isn't it? That's, yeah. that, that is, what I love about that, though, is it's exactly the kind of stuff that Argentina would do yeah. to people. Now, it doesn't mean it's right if it's done to you, but they are the classic example of give out absolutely everything you can, yeah. but you cannot even take a hint. <laughs> no. You cannot, you know what I mean? No, it's... but I, I think you say you saying that um, you don't think it's right. Yeah. I've got the benefit, Pete and I have got the benefit of actually being able to see your face as you said that, yes. which very much said to me for the listener's benefit, you do think it's right. <laughs> you are very happy about I it. Just, I just think is that this is, this is you know, you play with fire. My, my fear for chilli. You're going to get chilli. My fear for Chile is that um, I'd love to see Chile there. They're always, in my mind, always seem to be very entertaining. But at the expense of who? Uruguay, Colombia, Peru? Well, I don't think they will qualify for Chile because they've got to go away to Brazil mm. and they've got to play... Um, who are they playing at home again? Oh, they're playing Uruguay at home. Uruguay. And then they go to Bolivia and the altitude. You're, the not, altitude. Just, you're, not, you're not just playing Bolivia, you're yes, playing the altitude. Yeah, well, but, I mean, Bolivia themselves have a, have a slight chance, but I, I wouldn't have thought uh, it, it would happen. Bolivia, again, in their qualifying this time, haven't won a single away game. No. Which <laughs> would probably tell you... Their, it probably tells its own story. It does, yeah. yeah. Uh, my goodness, yeah. Um, elsewhere, it's not just South America who had qualifiers uh, going on. Uh, we take a look around the world. Peter, your Japan beat China 2-0 to take a step closer to World Cup qualification. That's exciting, isn't it? It is. Less so for the Chinese, you'd imagine that. Less so for the Chinese. <laughs> they, now, they're four points behind uh, Saudi Arabia um, and a point ahead of Australia, who are in third. The top uh, uh, two go through in the groups mm. uh, with the, the third-place teams then going into a playoff and then having to go through uh, a bit of a rigmarole there. Mm. So you want to finish in the top two, of course. But the reason why they're not top is because Saudi Arabia are. And the reason why Saudi Arabia are top is because they have Harvey Renard in charge. Oh, God, crying yeah, out good, loud yeah, follow right. that man on Twitter there is just it's just beautiful good. it is just the epitome of beautiful how do you feel about him taking the Saudi dollar people are having a pop at Newcastle for yeah. doing that well, about white shirt look yeah. someone's going to take shirt. it at least make it a good man <laughs> you know he took... make it a good man yeah. absolutely right has he yeah. not got enough uh, good points in the bank as well as money but a good points in the bank <laughs> with what he did at Zambia come yeah. on and then eventually getting that Ivory Coast side to win the win the. so African you Cup can do well. what you want as long as you've done some good things in the past yeah, I mean, look at Harrison Ford in the latest... <laughs> like uh, the other day said, I think lying is bad, but lying to start a relationship you want to be a part of is good. <laughs> look, look at Harrison Ford with the previous Indiana Jones films. Then they did that recent one mm. with Ray Winston. You kind of think to yourself, 
you've got enough in the bank for is us it, to forgive you for is this. Is it Ray's fault? Yeah. I, I don't think it's Ray's they fault. Have given, it they shouldn't have given Ray Winston the job as, as Indiana Jones. <laughs> but he's going to take the it. One, the one with my bloody whip. <laughs> That's India. He kept going to close. We've got to get my hat out. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, he wasn't playing in the air. <laughs> That's what I mean. That was my point. Yeah. Who's this little fella? Yeah. Can we? Can we? Uh, oh, snakes. <laughs> oh. oh, bloody hey, snakes. I do my fucking loafing. <laughs> Give me that skull, you son. Yeah. Um, fucking naughty cunts. <laughs> these snakes. Marcus, can you we? mugging me right <laughs> off. Can we touch on. I like eels, jellied, not snakes. See <laughs> so what you've done now? Yeah. Right, Peter. Can we touch on uh, China's uh, oh, wonderful uh, March of the World Cup? We can. This is Diamond Diamond You. Pete has dragged it back yeah, to football. I'm dragging yeah. it back to the football. <laughs> I just want to say, was it? Is that the film? Quickly before you move on to China, right. is that the film where Indiana Jones hides in the fridge to hide yes, from the yeah, nuclear? Yes, yeah, 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 it's fine. Okay, yeah, right, it is, China, yeah. horrible. Uh, guess how many? Uh, put, uh, China put in charge uh, Li Xiaopeng, the 2002 player, last time mm. China at the right. World Cup. Okay, uh, in charge of the team. Guess how many players he called up to these fixtures. Oh, it was loads, wasn't it? 52. Yeah. That man wants options. Do you remember, was it Bolivia? Too many options. There's not enough pitches yeah. for them to fucking the train on. The amazing. 52 did, players. Did the Bolivian guy basically had trials for the national team. He called up like 93 players. Yeah. The, the phone call was amazing. Yeah. If you think you're on the on the receiving end of a phone call like that. From that's a group manager, WhatsApp, isn't it? That's a group well, WhatsApp. It, it just feels like, if, you, if that's your debut squad, yeah. mm. you know, this is a massive moment for me and my family. Uh, looking forward to it. You know, can't wait to get amongst the lads, you know. Get there and there's like four million people. Oh, well, (laughs) what's going on? I know there's a lot of people in China. Yeah. Yeah. But to be quite frank, most of the China squad is naturalised Brazilian citizens anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Some of which have gone back to renouncing their Chinese citizenship and mm. fucked off again, which is right. enjoyable. I hear they've got a petition to try and get B internationals back. They've just got so to yeah, get everybody just to involved. Do Chris Sutton's refusing. Yeah. Would you, would you, uh, I wish he'd refuse to do all the fucking other work he's on. Oi, um, hi. He's everywhere. Hey. Get him back in Russia. He loved being there. I'm, I'm happy there. For, I'll be bloody happy for him to be in Russia. We've talked about Pete's Japan. We want to talk about your US team. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. They beat El Salvador one 0 Fulham's Anthony Robinson got the goal. A yeah. big, big goal. They're on track to qualify, and so are Canada, who are top of the Concacaf qualifying group, and they're unbeaten thus far. They play the United States of America. The United Country of Canada big, plays the United States of America this Sunday. How about that? Canada could be back at the World Cup. Their only time at the World Cup was 1986. Their time is now. All the Canadian fans are massively into the squad, and they they got a lot of talent in there. They have. They've got a lot of talent in there, everybody. My goodness. Um, I get in trouble for because I once referred to Canada as America's hat. Yeah. As a joke. Mm-hmm. And people didn't take it very well. Mm-hmm. What did you refer to Mexico as? Uh, America's beard. Yeah. <laughs> trousers. The whole thing's South like America's trousers. The whole trousers. thing's like a face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a face. So the Caribbean Go- is America's, America's pipe. Ameri- yeah. <laughs> America's goatee. Yeah. yeah. America's yeah. goatee. Yeah. And they're in the mix as well. They are. Well, you'd think, you'd think that Mexico would be in the mix. I mean, there's no real excuse for not to be right. No. They the love mix. the World Cup, don't they? Yeah. But I mean, interestingly, I think. Um, that that's a good group because you have three and a half teams there, yep. and one of them goes into an intercontinental or whatever they call it now, interconfederation playoff or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, like wrestling belts, <laughs> yeah, it is a bit. And and currently that's Panama, and yeah. we've seen Panama before. We have a seen team Panama. that punches above their weight. Yeah, not just in the financial industry, mm. in in uh, football as well. Took a lot of blow. They were hit for six. When they played us, they went. They were, yeah. <laughs> you think that would put them off? Fella. You think that would put them off? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, come on. Yeah. Come on, then. Don't have it for the World Cup, that. I'm sure no, we can definitely not. Mm. Gentlemen, before we go for a break, I would like to, uh, to cast all of our minds back to 2018. It's a great year. 
Yeah. I mean, speaking of World Cups, what a, yeah. what a wonderful World Cup, one of the best World Cups we've, we've witnessed. Well, speaking of that specific World Cup. Absolutely yeah. right, sir. Absolutely right. But but also, though, um, around that time as we were approaching uh, the World Cup, of course, uh, it was towards the end of the season, awards were being dished out as they are. Who can forget, of course, that Manchester United's uh, Player of the Season award went to Scott McTominay. Yeah. With, was it five appearances, I think, that, that season? Like that. Um, and, and Jose Mourinho, he obviously made a, a good choice there. Um, it's been revealed, uh, though, that um, the organisers of Manchester United's end-of-year uh, awards only got wind that he wanted a prize called the Jose Mourinho Player of the Season Award an hour and a half into the event. Into the event. <laughs> Not even an hour and a half before the event. I, okay. I, 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 For those who remember, remember this. I like okay. this because at this award ceremony, <laughs> yeah. in his position as manager of the football club, yeah. Jose Mourinho is probably on some sort of stage. Mm. Yeah. So how does he communicate that to the team? Mm. I reckon he's got a scrap piece of paper yep. and he's just written on it, Jose Mourinho, player of the season award, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> handed it to someone. Absolutely. Well, and then it, the, the rough time. 2,200 hours. <laughs> and then you're away. Absolutely. Yeah. Job, jobs are good. Um, so somebody was trying to find some sort of trophy, some sort of silver thing. Well, good job they went at Spurs. Very good. Hey? Mm. Hey. Pete, that's good stuff. Is it? What? Is it? He's a Newcastle fan. It's just not interesting. He's hurting as well. It's not interesting. Well, in you can have the Intertoto. Exactly. Play it. There we are, you see. <laughs> so, so they had to go... For, but why don't they just go to the trophy cabinet and find something? Well, in, it's a bit obvious if they handed him a Champions League trophy. <laughs> yeah, it might overstate it a bit. Yeah. That would be yeah. very Mourinho-esque, though. Yeah. They are. Well, the club... The, the they, they, my well team done. haven't deserved this, yeah. have they? Yeah. It's only relevant if you win it every year. <laughs> uh, in the end, all they could find, though, was a candlestick holder. So they gave him that. <laughs> That can't be true. Is that true? Did they even get it? I mean, presumably they couldn't, don't they? They don't have an engraver on, on site, so they just know. sort of, just with a Sharpie. Well I, heard, I heard they were waxing lyrical about it. <laughs> yeah, it just drips of wax. There's a Scott yeah. on it. There you go, Scott. Scott. I think that's kind of quite cultish. I think, a cultish or cultish? It's arguably both. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's arguably <laughs> both. What do the other people think's happening? Is that in his house? Is he looking at that now? And now he's found out it's a candlestick. Well, is that well, as a practical I mean... use? Placeholder, apparently. <laughs> Placeholder. Is, I guess. I guess it's the actual award was a bust of Jose Mourinho. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, would he give him an NFT? Yeah, he probably yeah, would. maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A picture of one they've just made up. John, yeah. Maybe John Terry will do that. He gave it in yeah. the future when he's manager because he wants to be a manager. Is it now time for John Terry's NFT corner with Pete? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think. At the risk of kind of alienating listeners who don't really know or care about NFTs, I don't think John Terry knows what they are. No. I and still don't understand. It, it is what it is. It's a, it's, it's a, what does it stand for? Non-fungible token. We've, we've gone through this no, so know, many times on this podcast. I know, but we podcast. need to go yeah. through it again because it's basically just like an image on the internet which you can copy and paste. Yeah. But you, but you, but but you, you own the original of it. Yeah. So but, you could, but, 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 like, for example, you can share a photo of the Mona Lisa all over the internet. It doesn't no, mean you own the Mona Lisa. Uh, no, that's a bit... Come on. That's but it'd be like, same, but it'd be like it? owning the Mona Lisa and lending it to a gallery. You know, mm. you, you are lending it to the internet, even though you own technically yeah. the picture. You don't own any of the IP. You don't mm. own any of the residual rights. Yeah. But someone said you own it and it's it, you've, you've, you've drawn a picture that you've made yeah. artificially <clears throat> rare mm. and, 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 and valuable in a world where it's quite disposable, I suppose. Yeah, don't worry about it. You know more than John Terry does. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and... and um, <laughs> Well, that, well, that was who, whoever could have thought well, that, in some way well, that, that John would you know, fly a bit too close to the sun on this one. Well, I was to be honest, I'm surprised that uh, because I think I think I'm surprised that he was behind, he was in front of someone like Michael Owen, and Michael Owen obviously went in big in on, on crypto and literally anything he anyone he has a meeting with, he goes, yeah, put my name on it. 
I'll do a video for it. Fantastic. Yeah. But John Terry... But not a movie. No. I'm not <laughs> finding a movie. As long as it's no longer than five minutes, I'll watch that video. <laughs> do you want to star on a film, Michael? It is a film about your life. I can't be asked. Can't be asked, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but, um, but the, the, a lot's been said recently about uh, the, the, the Bored Ape Yacht Club, one of the most famous uh, and most moneyed uh, NFT mm. uh, crypto... Some might say scam. Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, they uh, they are obviously. I think you're supposed to call it an unregulated an unregulated product. product. Okay, did, sorry. Like, all the people who did like feng shui and all that is this is what they've got into? Now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. maybe. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, pretty much every actor worth his salt or her salt is yeah. uh, is there. Um, but uh, there's a lot being said this week about uh, how Body Ape Yacht Club. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, dog whistles in uh-huh. the world of right wing racist oh, no. oh, uh, no. fascistic uh, stuff um, and. Uh, I can't pin that on, and, and John Terry's product is obviously an offshoot of the body yacht club. It's a, it's a lot of apes, isn't it? It's a lot yeah, of, it is, yeah. Lot of, yeah. yeah. And, um, and uh, it's hard to pin that on him knowing that mm. because I don't think he knows what an NFT is. No. So that side of things, I think, is, is hands, are, hands, are, hands are nice and clean. <clears throat> but, but, but <laughs> that's not what he's got in trouble for. What, what, what allegedly has been. Oh, yeah, the IP. Been, of, is, of the... Is, is he, they're using imagery of copyrighted. Um, product essentially yeah it's but almost it's, as if the Premier League trophy a UEFA badge a Chelsea but whatever yeah, it is yeah, I don't yeah. think it, I don't think it's been permission granted for that yeah it's all murky it's all problematic it all started in a terrible place it seems <clears throat> uh, and John Terry is very much the symptom <laughs> let, yeah, but let me sum it up for those who are maybe Please. a bit confused by saying that um, I feel like maybe in a month or two's time John will perhaps think this was all a lot more trouble than it was worth <laughs> <laughs> I okay. don't know man they make a lot of money I'd like to put in my... He's got a lot of He signed already. up Nigel de Jong as a, as a scout, as a I, club scout. It doesn't make any sense. I, <laughs> explain to me what you mean by that, both of you. Sit yeah. down now and explain to me what that means. And if you can't, you, um, you have to give all your trophies back. <laughs> I think it's all a big shame. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. 
Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Clash of the Titles is the podcast where two movies with something in common go head-to-head in a fight to the death as we decide which film does it better. And for the whole of January and February, we're taking film suggestions from you, our listeners. But he said to me, I was putting on, because we've done the social network, and he's like, why are you doing all these good films? <laughs> and I said, oh, well, you know. And then I had to admit that every, other people pick them not. Wow. Yeah. Join me, Alex Zane, with Chris Tilly and Vicky Crompton every Monday and Thursday. Search Clash of the Titles wherever you get your pods. What a ball from Liam Pilsen. Oh my days, what a touch! Oh, what a touch! Johnny! No! Where are you, where are you, where are you? Come on, man! Welcome back to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. That was Alfonso Davis celebrating Canada's goal against Honduras <laughs> last night. He was loving it. He's also been playing a lot of Star Wars Lego, building Lego. He has, oh, yeah. He's a very likable man. You like a bit of Lego, don't you? I do. My wife's massive into it. Oh. Yeah, if you're listening, Lego. <laughs> she needs to be very small. It's expensive, Marcus. Don't look at me like that. I know she'd be it. very. She needs to be very small to walk around it. Uh, we, we we built the whole home alone house over Christmas, and mm. she lives in it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Yeah, I wish oh. I wish Alfonso Davis was the best. By the way, uh-huh. great player. I know he's suffering from mm. what's been reported as a um, a COVID related heart issue, which is really yeah. sad. Yeah, you're oh, right, yeah. Right, everybody, it's time for emails. <laughs> great to hear that jingle from someone who basically they don't want to listen but they've got nothing else to do that's true that we, and true. we play it quite a lot <laughs> indeed we do uh, we got a message from Christian uh, following the chat on Thursday's ramble about the Portuguese club Vittoria Sanchez's uh, chairman installing himself as coach I would like to direct your attention to the NHL's Lou Lamorello oh no the I is not pronounced so Lamorello Lamorello yeah <laughs> uh, from 1987 to 2015 he's I like one of those after a dinner yeah He's um, well, he's, uh, <laughs> Cello, I think. Um, he served as basically a Wenger type at the NHL's uh, New Jersey Devils, uh, ruling everything at the club. That included installing himself as interim head coach, not once, not twice, but three times in 2005, mm-hmm. 2007, and then in 2015 as a three-headed coaching monster, along with two <laughs> former team legends. Side note, uh, what Premier League team should install a three-headed coaching monster, and which coaches should it be? Chelsea already do. <laughs> <laughs> he ruled the Devils 
goals basically with an iron fist. Never mind catch-up in the cafeteria, long hair and facial hair for the players was banned. Social media for the players was banned and high squad numbers growing ever more common with the amount of numbers retired for some of the league's teams were banned. It worked though as the team won three Stanley Cups under his watch. What are you complaining about then, guys? Yeah. It works. Yeah. A very mm. tough man to negotiate with. It's uh, been said not even time could get the best of him as following his 28 days with the Devils, he went on to the Toronto Maple Leafs and currently rules everything at the New York Islanders, all while turning 80 years old this October. Wow, wow. 28 years Press with one team and then moved on and still doing it. Yeah. Wow. That's ben impressive. Ben will be back yeah. Yeah, at some point. How about that? Thanks very much for your email there. <laughs> yeah. Show at footballramble.com yes. or tweet us at footballramble, you big old beauties. Uh, right, gentlemen, no Premier League this weekend. There is some championship action, though. The championship <clears throat> just, pl- it just powers on. Powers on through it all. It, yeah. it never stops. Yeah. God bless it. Um, Derby face Birmingham City at home. And they're expected to welcome 30,000 fans for this game, of course, which would be a huge crowd. It'll, sh- it'll smash their record attendance for this season. Um, people still fearing it could be their last game. And I mean, I know the other day on the Ramble, yourself, Luke, and uh, and Kate, and uh, Vish, I think it was, spoke very eloquently about the situation. Well, thank Derby. you very much. That's kind of you. Yes, it made up for all the other dross. Um, (laughs) I disagree with that bit. (laughs) I disagree with that bit. I I jest, of course. But yes, there was good news yesterday, though. Derby's administrators have been given an extra month to provide proof of having sufficient funds to complete the season. Yeah. I mean, hopefully that it won't be a case of just prolonging the uh, the agony and anguish. That something will, uh, something good will uh, happen there. But um, we shall have to wait and see. Um, of course, um, Reading are a side struggling uh, this season. Obviously, they've not got uh, the predicament of uh, Derby, but they're they're not doing very well at all. Sitting twentieth on twenty two points, they face um, Queens Park Rangers, who are going very well themselves. Mm. QPR. Yeah. Red, well. Red, Red were on the end of a, on the wrong end of an extraordinary game last time out. Yeah, they they lost four three to Huddersfield. Mm. Um, I think it was at home as well, and 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 it was all pretty much all the goals were scored. All but one of the goals were scored in the first half. Mm. And a great little bit of trivia is that Danny Ward scored a hat trick for Huddersfield, who was the first player to score a hat trick for Huddersfield since. Danny Ward. No way. I think it was seven years beforehand oh. when he scored for a hat-trick for them around 2013, 14, something like that. But he's been to Rotherham and Cardiff City and back to Huddersfield since then. Marvelous. And he's come back as the returning hat-trick hero. <laughs> there you, are. you can't do any hat-tricks without me. <laughs> I'm back to give you another one. That's very impressive. Um, but, but Reading obviously were famously on the end of that absolute shellacking by your your chaps, by, those, by Fulham. Those fabulous Fulhams. Um, and it's a big shame uh, that Andy Carroll, who scored two goals, both disallowed in that game, has both left good ends as well. Yeah, I feel the second one, the goalkeeper, has just sort of let it go. But still, what a strike. He's having a medical... At West Brom. Yeah. that's. I mean, that is the acid test for Andy, Andy Carroll, isn't it? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, the medical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Norwich did the medical. Didn't put any acid on us. <laughs> it's normally a formality. <laughs> yeah. It might not be. How long have you booked out? Oh, poor Andy. Yeah. Poor How long Andy. have you booked the clinic for? <laughs> it's like when I used to go in to get my hair cut up and I had really long hair. The, uh, the hairdresser would be like, right, clear the diary for the afternoon. <laughs> Like Andy's coming for a medical. It's going to take us three hours. What for all of it? No, that just that knee. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, um, yeah. But when I saw West Brom at Craven Cottage earlier this season, I oh, think yes. I, I think I said it at the time mm. they were one of the most physical teams I've ever seen. I'll get him in there. I don't know if that's what they're going for. I haven't seen them much since. I know they're on a bit of a poor run mm. at the moment. They're kind of losing touch really um, with the top two. But um, so Big Andy will be welcome with open well, arms. There. I don't want to be too simplistic about it, but I think if you, if they do get him on board. And they think, do you know what? It's a long old season and by the mm. last 10, 15 games, we want someone who can really have an impact for the mm. last 15 or 20 minutes. It could be a good squad signing. Yeah. 
I will caveat that by saying I haven't watched Andy Cow that much recently, and that could be like a 2015 opinion. He yes. should have been, mate. He should have been. He's been wonderful. Look, Reading really wanted to keep all of him, but he just, you know, they clearly couldn't afford him. He didn't fancy it. Well, it's a bit of a, a bit of a funny old situation at Reading at the moment, to say the least. I mean, there were some incredible quotes from their striker, Mark McNulty, who's on loan at Dundee United. Um, yeah, he spoke Pompey. Yeah, it's yeah, quite um, good for them. For I think he's from Edinburgh. Uh, right, okay. originally. He, he started just eight games for Reading since moving there in 2018, uh, but his contract is up this summer. And he's, as I say, he's on loan at Dundee United at the moment. And he said, <laughs> he said this about Reading Football Club. With all the shit that I've seen there over the years, I'm just glad it's going to be over and I don't have to go back down there. I would probably be more happy to be unemployed than going through all that shit again. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. It's good because it, it, it manages to be offensive in a number of different ways in quite a small space. Absolutely. He said he'd rather be a cleaner for Dundee United than go back to Reading. Nothing wrong with being a cleaner. Absolutely not. Especially not an illustrious football club. Important with big job. And there's nothing wrong with being unemployed either. And there is quite a lot wrong with Reading, but I won't get into that now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah important games uh, in the championship and the fellow strugglers Hull they host uh, Swansea the first, the first sorry Marcus before you moved on yes, I really on. want to say this now yes, yes, yes. It's, it's 15 years in April since the Ramble, the Ramble started one of the first controversies ever mm. from the Ramble was to do with Reading do you remember it was when they were in the Premier League and uh, Chris who was on the show at the time said yeah. um, he said something like they're not a proper club and people only go there because they decide to turn left into Reading Football Club <laughs> and go right into Carpet Right on the weekend. <laughs> and people got angry about that. Yeah, a person got angry about yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> a large percentage of our listenership at the time got angry about that. And they might do now. I haven't heard that, that again. Might well do. Yeah, They're yeah. called the Royals for crying out I know, out. yeah. And I don't even know if Carpet Right's still there. <laughs> no, indeed, yeah. Well, Hull City. Uh, bring back Chrissy Apples. Yeah. It wasn't. It was the other Chris. Uh, come along now. Uh, both back. Hull sacked. Right on the Reddit. There's been, <laughs> there's been a sacking. There's been a sacking. There's been a sacking. Hey, mate, there's been a sacking. sacking. Get back in the fucking mode. Sacking. Oh, yeah. Pete, there's been a sacking. Do you mean like someone's kicked someone really hard in the balls like that uh, match? Emerson Royal. Emerson Royal. A little bit different. I mean, oh, maybe yeah. on the way out, that would have uh, been a double whammy. But yeah, Hull sacked Grant McCann on double Tuesday. Whammy. Less than a week after the club was taken over by Asun Illikali. Um, I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it. Uh, he's been described as Turkey Simon Cowell. Right. Good God. Well, and, is a lot of work done? I don't know. Well, but, annoying how cheap that work is in Turkey. <laughs> that's yeah. where people go for their M, uh, yeah. champs, don't they? That's true. Yeah. Salt Bay's from Turkey, isn't he? Uh, I want yeah, to say I yes. Is. I think yeah. he is, yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. In, in other wow. Turkish... Wow. <laughs> the second best wow in, in, in celebrity chefdom after <laughs> wow. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Well, I was what you said, we can't think of anything else to say. Um, uh, apparently, Hull, uh, was it last night they hired former Rangers forward shot at Avalace? I remember Avalace, a good player. Yeah, he was a he good was player, yeah. He, uh, he, he's been out of work since uh, December 2020, his last job being in the Uzbekistan top flight. I mean, it's a bit of a gamble given that, you know, Derby, mm. who knows what's going to happen with Derby, but they are the team down there who are in good form. I know they were beaten by Forest last yeah, you're time. Right. Um, and they, you know, if, if any team, basically Derby need to reel a team in, mm. right, to get out, to get out, to get out of that relegation play. Hull haven't been, I mean, they've won the last two, but they haven't been great overall. They're still in a little bit of trouble. There's something of an mm. air gap, but not much of one. Yeah. And if you've got this owner coming in <laughs> who I know, I'll be honest I know nothing about it doesn't sound the most promising thing um, but so it'll be interesting to see how it transpires I mean they are nine points above the relegation zone Hull um, but there's still like 19 games left yeah well this is the thing with the championship you know you, it can the, the fixtures pile up and if, if you, you have a nosedive then you, you quite spectacular spectacularly go into the ground but I mean Derby they've got 14 points Reading are, are you know a 21st actually on, on, on 22 points 
Um, but the thing is, you're right. With Derby, they've won four of their last six. Reading have lost mm. five of their last six. Yeah. Uh, it, it, that, that, and, and Derby also have got a lot of goodwill from a lot of um, non-Forest fans, basically. You know, do, you, do, gonna... you think, do you think a team like Reading is far like, more likely to be dragged in than Hull then? <laughs> Just going on the points, yeah. I mean, Hull have won their last couple. So, that, so yeah. there's been a bit of a, a something there, and a bit of an upturn. But I just think with Derby... The story and everything and the vibe—it's kind of like we have—we are against the world, and it's clearly yeah. galvanised them. And Rooney's doing a great job. Whereas something like Reading—if you, if you just start to drop the whole vibe in the club—is just a bit like, oh crap! What yeah. what, what can mm. we do to turn this round? Yeah. And it's very very get difficult. Get a new carpet. Get a new get, go to carpet right. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, just reading because uh, you remember Avalato like. Everyone thought he was going to be like the new King Clancy, didn't they? Like, he was like a really way. big deal for a while. Just because yeah. he's, he's, he's from the same country. He's because he's Georgian. But um, I'm just reading really, really, his wiki. It's a wiki. Um, uh, Avalata joined Rangers from Ajax at th- £3 million in 2001. He was uh, he was facing fierce competition for the starting place in the Rangers strike force from players like Torre and Riflo, Cla- Claudio Canicia, Kenny Miller and Ronald De Boer. Like, what a fuck, time. I mean, what a time. Fucking hell, lads. Yeah. made me feel happy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Avalazi's sco- scoring record was incredible. He mm. he was a really, and I don't mean this to damn him with fake praise, but he was a, a really prolific goal scorer in the slightly weaker European league. So I remember he played in Greece, he played in Holland. He signed from Ajax, did you say? Yeah. And he, and he, he was actually very successful in terms of goal scoring in Scotland as well. He was. He yeah. Was. I Maybe, wish him all the best. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. Maybe Newcastle should sign him now, Peter. Aye. Aye. Apparently, uh, those Geordies are on the verge of signing Leon midfielder. Bruno Guimaraes, after a lot of twists and turns. And we've been talking about this for a few days now, I think. Um, and, of course, the report said that the agreement had been reached uh, on Wednesday. He was about to undergo a medical. Then Leon released a very strongly worded statement denying it all. Saying we're skint, but we're not that skint. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Newcastle now tabled an increased offer, which which reports suggest has been accepted. €40 million Euros plus €8 million in add-ons. So um, I mean, yeah. we shall see. He said he described by one report as a deep-lying playmaker. And I thought, oh, someone who can actually sort of, <laughs> sort of yeah, sort of usher the ball in the right direction in the <laughs> midfield. That, that would be quite something, wouldn't it? Well, he's sort of, he, he's been in Liga for a few years now, a couple of years, two, two three years. Yeah, yeah, well, he's so been he's, he's getting very he, good reports. He, he from... took a little bit of time to get, get his head around that. Whether there'll be any adaptation to the Premier League, I don't know. But, you know, Gimreich is, is he's going to quadruple his money, I think, at Newcastle. And, he's, and you, Leon, are going to certainly double the money they spent on him a couple of years yeah. ago. So, it, it, I think when Newcastle, Everything sets a precedent when it comes to uh, Very much when so. it comes to deals and stuff. What? So that's why they that's why Lingard and players like that aren't coming in because if they if they sort of set their start and go, all right, we'll pay three times the amount of what we would be paying. Uh, everyone will want that. Everyone will want all the money up front rather than spread over well, the five or six years of the contract, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And, and it just makes everything very, very difficult for them, doesn't it? Didn't, didn't Man United? So, but the reason the, the Lingard thing may not happen is because Manchester United said they want twelve million quid for a yeah. loan fee. <laughs> That's point number one. Point number two. My fear for Newcastle. Well, yeah. my main fear at this point for Newcastle because yeah. I have many <laughs> is, is um, that they, the deal took so long to go through. Yeah. They they don't seem to have planned to have any kind of football decision makers in place, technical directors, football directors, mm. directors of football mm. to help them do this, yeah. and that to me should be the first thing they've done. But that is a tradition. But, but then at Newcastle United, far well, <laughs> bit for me to. Yeah. Yeah. They get your canier in. Is that what you're saying? The Saudis yeah. don't want to get rid of all the, the local traditions. I did. I mean, it is interesting that deal. Forty million euros plus eight million add-ons. The add-ons are always quite an interesting one. You say, well, certain national caps or all that kind of stuff. And but it emerged last week Newcastle had bid twenty nine million for Remstrike. Hugo Ekiteke, who and the, and the deal was 
rejected, and this was because um, included in the bonuses and the and the add-ons, um, one of them was if he was to win the Champions League um, with Newcastle. I assume mm. um, Rem president said that i mean that's quasi impossible um, <laughs> so he's a bit like okay fine add-ons yeah but like there's no point putting that in here come on yeah, if he takes silly. alan shearer's premier league record then you get an extra five million quid. imagine if that was the whole bonus <laughs> yeah imagine if that was the whole bonus yeah. nine million for that and one yeah. million for like well, that was or... quite a good 15 million bonus there. <laughs> 261 yeah. premier league goals i've got to score to get that <laughs> indeed indeed uh, gentlemen also uh this weekend we just mentioned the championship we've got the uh, the afghan quarterfinals of course yeah and the aforementioned the Gambia will be taking on Cameroon. Cameroon. Oh, yeah. I That's love. the first one, Saturday afternoon. Saucy, very, very saucy. Great weekend. Now, who do you, who do you um, uh, want to win that? Because it's always good for the host nation to kind of uh, go through tournaments. The Gambia, mate. We be Gambia. It's is the first tourney. It, it is the story of the tourney. Yeah. Um, we, that would be quite something, wouldn't it? Burkina Faso versus Tunisia. Mm. The big, uh, the big ones, Egypt, Morocco, Egypt, Morocco. We yeah. don't want well, unless it's like three, three. We don't want another penalty shootout, do we? We want it settled in ninety. That's, that's got goalless. Um, oh, but I think, I think Morocco will take him. I didn't enjoy Eric Bailly's penalty. A lot of people. There was a lot of criticism about Eric Bailly's penalty, and I sort of think, well, very slow. Yeah, it was a good save though from the keeper. It kicked it very slowly. <laughs> Some penalties go Marcus, in when kicked, kicked it slowly. very slowly. Tell me out of ten how slow you thought it was kicked. <laughs> oh, I don't know about five for penalties. <laughs> you so you've seen. Half the penalties you've seen have been slower than that. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, that's not, that's not how that works. Well, you take a broad brushstroke. Right, fine, two. Thank you. There we are. Move on. Uh-huh. Raheem Sterling's penalty against Iceland. That was the little tap. That was slower. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter when they go in, I guess. That yeah. went in. Little that tap. Little tap. I love that you call it that. It's like, like a Happy Gilmore. Little tap. Egypt, Morocco is, is the sort of the glamour time. It's the big it? one. Mm. It is the big one. See, Three I think, o'clock. That's going to be 31 degrees. I do enjoy. Cracking. Oh, my goodness. I do enjoy uh, watching Morocco play because they play in the same colours as Portugal I quite like that sort of unity mm-hmm. there oh tell a lie 34 degrees <laughs> sorry so, just okay. the 34 uh, that, that, I don't that, even want to know what the real feel is what's, what's three de- What's three degrees between friends exactly yeah. nothing nothing yeah. at all mm. nothing at all uh, I can do Fahrenheit instantly from from Celsius with Egypt playing not interested <laughs> well America American the US, things the US were playing in uh, this, the, something like 28 Fahrenheit or something like that it's it was cold, very, yeah. very very cold, cold where yeah. they were they yeah. yeah. playing yeah. Um, opposite in Afcon though, but Morocco. I, I'd like. I'm, I'm looking forward. That's to minus two, by the way. Hakim, very good. No um, <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, Yakimi. Yeah. Uh, just There's like, lots of great players, like, on but, like, but not letting Egypt get away with 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 stuffing the place out. <laughs> like, you no, you're not. I'm sorry, not today, lads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to score some goals against <laughs> yeah, us yeah. to go through. Yeah. Uh, which is something we're looking forward would, to. Would you like to see a Burkina Faso Equatorial Guinea final? Or a Gambia Equatorial Guinea final. Yeah, I think I I'd would. like to see that. I think I would. Have, so, have they decided which stadium they're going to be playing in? Because obviously the yeah. Olympic Stadium. It's been moved uh, away from the stadium because that tragedy. Uh, is yeah. it going to return? I don't to... know yet. I'm mm. not sure. Well, Senegal were playing Equatorial Guinea, of course. And again, speaking of Egypt, sort of underwhelming, Senegal haven't done that much. No. If you think about it, you know, the previous round, it was the two centers of the one, two, nil. They got past Cape Verde, you had two percent off, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Gambia's Ebrima uh, Darboe, who plays for Roma, has been speaking out about Jose Mourinho's influence on his career. Gave me, gave me a candlestick. Absolutely. <laughs> gave me a candlestick and it made me feel really happy. <laughs> he said, he's helped me a lot with my character. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I was such a good person. 
knew this, but it was, like, this was going. And he taught me that in football that you have to be nasty. Yeah, mm. very good. He's turned me into a right so, old nasty. Shit. What I like about Jose Mourinho as a coach is he doesn't just give you tools for as to be a player. Mm. He gives you tools you can take throughout your life. Isn't that incredible? I used to be good, and now I'm nasty. <laughs> I tell you what, though, on a serious point, though, um, Darbo or Darboe, um actually he made the journey across the Mediterranean to Italy on a refugee boat when he was 15. Great story. Isn't that incredible. incredible? Absolutely. Well, Alfonso Davis's story, as we mentioned yeah, earlier. Yeah, true enough, true enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, in uh, African Cup of Nations, uh, Vincent Abubakar, who's been scoring a lot of goals, he's broken Samuel Eto'o's record for most goals in a single AFCON tournament for Cameroon. He's got six. Uh, he could add to his tally, of course, uh, this weekend. So it's mm. all uh, to play for there. Um, so uh, excellent stuff. Right, everybody. We've reached that time of the week where I press this button. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Marcus's game. Me versus Pete. Oh, yeah. The blind leading the blind. It, it really is. And uh, one has to say, it's, um, it, it's, 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 it's a big one down the bottom of the table. Oh, <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> I thought you couldn't see my hands. <laughs> Sorry, I got ahead of myself there. Yeah. Uh, I thought I didn't realise we were still recording. Um, we're doing managers. Okay. It's Marcus's game, uh, and it is Luke versus Peter. Um, Peter, what? You've got pens and paper in front of you, and you've just drawn a big old penis on big it. Big fellas. So, so Pete's actually ranked lower than me with a fourteen point two nine percent win average. He gets to go first. Pete gets to go first. Remember the rules of the managers. If they've managed a national side, that counts. Yes. Okay. okay. If they've and, and if they've been don't give in, me Harvard and Hart. <laughs> if, oh, excuse me. If they've been interim manager, that counts. If they've been caretaker, that counts. But uh, not assistant manager. No, of course. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not under twenty ones or age cap. That, that no that goalkeeping kind of coach. No defensive coach. Absolutely. If they've managed an office, that doesn't count either. Okay. You, you've played seven and won one. I think that's not a bad, that's a Newcastle United. I was about to say, is that a Newcastle yeah. tribute? Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, gentlemen, let's. So, Peter, you are to begin. Okay. This managed, this managed, this it's man managed. has managed uh, four teams. Mm-hmm. It's Kenny Dalglish. Oh, dear. Four teams, that's all. You can have a go, surely, here. Come on. Come on. Think about it. Don't write yourself off. Okay. Don't this write yourself becomes off. like a therapy session for Pete like, I know. every single time. I'm going to go for three. Three. Good bid. Luke Moore. Oh. Do you have the full? I've got the fourth. That's one. annoying, isn't it? I'm not sure I've got the fourth. But oh, the thing is, I don't know if Pete's got three. This is how we oh. just get Oh, here we go. I'll here go, we go. I'll, I'll do all four. Are you going to? Yeah. Go on, lad. All right. Well, Peter. Go on, lad. Peter, he's going all four, so yeah, that's what we're going to do. I want to um, see it. Pete's dancers, Newcastle United. Uh, won the Premier League with Blackburn Rovers. He's managed his beloved Liverpool. And I wonder if the fourth one is Celtic. It's 1 0 Luke Moore. Was Barnsley in deputy. Uh, Barnes, yeah. John Barnes did manage Celtic at one point with Jason McAteer. Oh, it was just McAteer. I think right. he might have played. Funnily enough, it, maybe didn't, go, it didn't go well. No, yeah. <laughs> that, that was one of the greatest <laughs> exit interviews ever, mm. where John Barnes was given an interview in the car park of Celtic, having been sacked. Um, <laughs> Down the barrel of Sky Sports News. Oh. And in the background, Jason McAteer is uh, slowly loading a mountain bike into a car. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope someone out there can find that video. That's amazing. <laughs> Do you remember when they gave the man of the match a mountain bike? Yeah. Used to give him all sorts of different yeah. prizes. All sorts of different prizes. Anyway. Bring right, 1-0 to Luke Moore. Luke, you're up next. Uh, to start this one, this man has managed eight teams. Your friend of mine, Slavin Bilic. Bloody hell. Yeah, tricky one. Bloody hell. Tricky, tricky one. one. There's, there, there are answers there for you. 
There's goals in this one. Come on, Peter. Don't for, give me the face. For those who want to put the Tim Four hat on and um, love a conspiracy theory. Yep. Hello, Matt, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> my pen's just run out. Oh! oh no. Don't use my pen because I don't really use it. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. That's the spirit. Um, I'll go. Um, I'll, I'll start off. You know what, I'll start Come off with on. three. You're going to go three? Yeah, I'll go. Start three. off with three. Pete, can we hear four from you? Um. There's way no I'm, way you're doing four goals. Don't let him bully you. Nah, I want to see Luke's three. That's Luke's all right. Three? Okay. Yeah, Luke, come on. You sure three? you don't want to do four? No, no. Okay. Three um, teams. He said start. You could have pushed him, and then he's going. Oh, I'll go for five. West Ham United. <laughs> West Ham United. West Bromwich Albion. And Croatia. It's two nil to Luke. Two nil to Luke. Hadjik split. Did he manage in? Oh yeah, split. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Knows it now. Croatia, Lokomotiv Moscow, Besiktas, West Ham, Al Itihad, West Bromwich Albion, Beijing, Guan. Glad I didn't say Zagreb. <laughs> Either yeah. way. Yeah. Either, Either way. way, I was going to fuck it. Peter, you're 2-0 down. You need know, this. Mate, you need this. Look, um, you, start, you, started, you started friendly with me. Kenny Dalglish, obviously Newcastle uh, manager, yeah. and I do appreciate that, but we, we moved off. We yeah. did. We pushed off the side of the pool. Some might say we've moved back. Oh, well, <laughs> I wonder what the next one's going to be. The back and algorithm is pissed. Right. I don't decide this. Luna's inside this. We don't write this. No, so, I've got, yeah, it's no nothing idea. to do with us. I've got no idea. Look at Speller. I've not had it. a meet with anyone who said, can you make it easier for me? No. Because to be quite frank, even when it's easy for me, it's hard for me. But sometimes when you do this, it sounds like you're protesting too much. Oh, thinking, right. So just don't worry about it. Right. Okay. Anyway, look, Peter, as you say, algorithm, you, it, it, it could have been anyone. <laughs> it what could have been anyone. All right. What is it? He's managed five teams. <laughs> yeah. Who is it? Who is it? <laughs> 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 Who is it? It's John Carver. <laughs> oh, get fucked, Marcus. <laughs> oh, I remember taking weeks to, to, to work this game out and see if it would be good on the show. This is what it's become. <laughs> Fucking John Carver. It's, look, nothing to do with me, is it? Oh, Who would have thought that algorithm? Oh, Pete, I'll give you a little tip. You can afford to go very low. Here. <laughs> I only go for two. I'll tell you what, I think that's the sweet spot, isn't it? Name them. Five teams this man's managed. I once saw him riding the bike with a carrier bag on each handlebar. <laughs> you did, you did, yeah. You did. Right, two teams that John Carver's managed, Peter. Oh. <coughs> Come on. Newcastle United. Ooh. I don't know about that because he's in he was in Greece recently, wasn't he? Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Has he managed Huddersfield? Wait. Oh, it... no. Yeah! Oh, nuts. I thought he'd managed Huddersfield. <laughs> what team had he managed? Can I just say, Mark? That I'm thinking yeah. of. He was in Greece recently, wasn't he? <laughs> Huddersfield. <laughs> what does that mean? People are baffled. <laughs> You've never had a Huddersfield cheese pie? <laughs> oh, dear. Dripping with oil. Firstly, what it sounds it. like, the way you said it, it sounded like he was in the musical Greece. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, you then made With that, that hair, it would work. You then made that the walla walla. Huddersfield was in Greece. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, hang on. A bit of respect for John Carver's managerial career. Oh, yeah. Laughing for five Alden, minutes. Where did he? where did he manage? Newcastle United, he started as caretaker. Right. Yeah. He then moved on to Leeds United as caretaker. Managed yeah. Toronto FC. Right. Managed good. Sheffield United as caretaker. Newcastle United, back there, caretaker. Newcastle United, interim. And number five, Omonia. Oh, which Greece. I think is Cyprus. Oh, Omonia, uh, Nicosia, it is in Cyprus, yeah. 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 
Oh, well. Three now. Oh, well. I enjoyed that, though. It was fun. Yeah, well, we got two more. Yeah, okay. I, Good. I want the whitewash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got two lovely ones as well, actually. Okay. Look, you're up first. Um, he's managed 10 teams. <laughs> Tony Pulis. Oh, lovely. Yeah. You, you can you can have a bit of fun with this one, I think. You can have yeah. a, you can go high. Um, um, you, you, you can go very high, I think. I'll go three. Strange. Three? Real You've won the game. Real Have a bit of fun. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he was in Greece recently, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, more than, you can do more than three. No, I want to hear three from Luke. He really please. wants a whitewash. Yeah. He's not getting a whitewash. Oh, go, go for four. Why? Because you can do it. I can't do it. He's not going to do five, is he? He said three. Yeah, but if I go four, he's not going to do five and I'll have to do Wait. four and I can't do four. Let me do it. All right, go on then. Stoke. <laughs> West Brom. <laughs> Crystal Palace. <laughs> Don't Mark, look, look, he gets so disappointed. Mark, Marcus is so upset that he will not think twice about ruining this whole thing for all the listeners. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes me back just to playing football with him. It takes me back because because Marcus is very good at football. Thanks. He gets so frustrated with me because he doesn't understand why I can't do the things he can do. No, yeah. I, I don't get frustrated. at Hartlepool. I just stopped playing with you. <laughs> uh, AFC Bournemouth, Gillingham, Bristol City, Portsmouth, yeah. Stoke City, Plymouth Argyle, Stoke City again, Crystal Palace, West Bromwich Albion, Middlesbrough. Sheffield Wednesday. Mm. He was he was at Portsmouth and he was not very good. It was before people started to think he was a good manager. Absolutely right. Anyway, so it's 4-0 to Luke. You want to avoid the whitewash, Peter. You're up first. Okay. You are the England cricket team. Mm-hmm. This man has managed seven teams. It's joking here. Bell-end. I mean... Bellend. The al... What? I need to revisit the algorithm. Uh, you do, actually. Yeah, I think so. Come on. Seven teams. Joe Kinnear. Joey Kinnear. Joey K. Joey K. JK. friends. Yeah. Big JK. JK. Your name Pete Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> Careful. Right. How many of Joe Kinnear's seven teams can you uh, can you name? I'm surprised that he's done seven. That's yeah. a lot. I actually I actually think this is a hard one. It is hard, yeah. How many you got, Petey? Uh being informed by one of the previous uh, questions, mm. I'm gonna go for l- three. And he said one I think that's I think that's a very good bit. I actually. can't do four, so you right. should go three. Here we go, Fuck. Pete Donaldson. Oh, <laughs> shit. Bear in mind he has done a bit of work in Greece. Yeah. I'll give you. He played uh, Kanicki. I'll give you. A, <laughs> I'll give you a clue. He hasn't. Right. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Mate. Okay. Go on then. Wimbledon, Newcastle, Leeds. Pardon? Leeds. Oh, oh fuck it. Five nil. I In- thought it was going to be like the one. Who did we talk about earlier on? Carver. Carver. Did it? Did it? Caretaker. Started as as all good sweary coaches. Oh, probably do. Millwall, isn't he? Probably did Millwall for a bit. India. Oh, okay. Oh, That's weird. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Then moved on to Nepal. Huh. Doncaster oh. Rovers, Wimbledon, Luton Town, Nottingham Forest, Newcastle United. Interesting. Yeah. I knew I, I did know that he was at Luton, but I completely forgot. I only had one yeah. than Newcastle P. Yeah. I not, think that's not very well at the moment, unfortunately. There we are, everybody. My goodness. Well, that concludes Marcus's game. Another uh, well-fought match, which uh, you know, the integrity of the competition was upheld. I, I needed the win badly, so I don't mm. even care. No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Mourinho-esque stuff that was yeah where's my candlestick oh you'll get Pride. one don't you worry don't you worry <laughs> there we are yeah. Yeah. so uh, thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway it's an absolute pleasure having you with us enjoy the African Cup of Nations this weekend enjoy the championship and all the other leagues that are going on and tournaments and whatnot <laughs> what was that and we will see enjoy you enjoy the theatre of football <laughs> whatever it may be 
Is that a tribute to Meatloaf? <laughs> uh, we'll see you on Monday. Thank you very much, Luke Moore. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Thank you and farewell. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. See you soon. <laughs> Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.